welcome to the Turn Up the Volume on Your Voice podcast with Charlotte Foster. Hello, welcome to this week's episode of Turn Up the Volume on Your Voice. I hope you are feeling well. Last week's episode, you'll know, was a recorded live in front of an audience episode. I mean, it was a virtual audience because, you know, still 2021 and mainly because it was actually a last minute decision to do a live podcast recording. So this week, I want to reflect on the experience, the good, the bad and the ugly. Although I don't really like the word ugly. So let's go with the good, the not so good and oh, that was a bit of a surprise. And we have to say it like that every time we say it. <laughs> so the good. First of all, people turned up. I genuinely had dreams it would just be me. Actual real life dreams. And I spent a lot of time running up to the to the live recording, planning how I was going to style it out when nobody turned up and everything. I had it all ready to go. It was going to be fine, but I didn't need any of that because people turned up and I am so grateful to everyone who did show up and I really do appreciate the time you took out of your Friday afternoon to do that. So thank you, thank you, thank you. The other good thing was my internet didn't fail. At one point in the week running up to the live, there was a moment where I thought I was going to have to cancel the whole thing because our internet speed had dropped to just three megabits per second, which is apparently very bad. And it was making my life online so, so slow. Thankfully, the nice man from BT Openreach came round in double quick time, quicker than the internet anyway. And we're now back on a lot more than that many, many times more than that. I can't do the maths, but it's a lot more than three megabits per second. The hamster wheel is now spinning very fast. But honestly, that didn't get fixed until the Tuesday or the Wednesday before the recording on the Friday. And yeah, that played on my mind for a long time. Another good thing was I didn't swear. Hooray! Potty Mouth Foster kept it in. In radio, there is a rule that you do not swear in a studio or anywhere where there is a microphone. Doesn't matter if you think that microphone is switched off or the studio isn't live and broadcasting. You simply do not swear or say anything you wouldn't want on air because there are too many times where the off microphone isn't actually off or the not live studio is actually live. Now, I have heard a story of a radio boss recording conversations that were had in studios when the mics were apparently off. I don't know how true this is, but you know what? When I worked in radio, it was enough to make sure I never did do a good old gossip in the studio. But that life is well behind me. And I'll be honest, sometimes when I'm recording and something goes wrong, I will go from beautifully polite to mouth like a sailor. Thankfully, Radio Charlotte resurfaced in time and no swearing occurred. Uh, I think this was mainly helped by there being no major issues too, which leads me on to my next one. There were no major tech issues. Everybody got in okay. Everybody could hear me and see me and the chat function worked. That was a big for you. And last but by no means least on the good side of things, people enjoyed it. And not only that, they enjoyed it enough to email me afterwards 
And yes, that has gone into my yay me folder that I keep forever. So here comes the not so good bits. I 100% did not make enough of doing this live. Now, this was subconsciously deliberate, if that can be a thing. It was very much a test run doing this. So I didn't want to have hundreds of people show up and watch me fail. Because honestly, that was a huge worry that I was going to be just make a complete cock up and it was going to be lots of people. And that was it. My reputation gone. So to be honest, I only mentioned I was doing it a few times on LinkedIn and in my emails to my list. I might have mentioned it on Instagram, but honestly, it really wasn't very much that I talked about it. I also really only wanted friendly people who were in my community so that they would be on my side for this test run. Doing this meant, of course, I was only going to have a very limited reach, which meant I ran the risk of not having anybody show up. In fact, as you well know, I was convinced that nobody was going to show up until I logged on and people were there. So next time, what will I do differently? Well, I'm going to talk about it more. I will make it more of an event, get some pizzazz to it, add the tits and the tinsel, as I like to say. Possibilities include making it an event on a site such as Eventbrite and selling tickets rather than doing what I did, which was using a landing page with a sign up. Maybe I could send people some merch or some treats ahead of time, that kind of thing. In fact, a couple of hours before starting the recording, I had a great idea about how I, you know, I could have created like a bingo sheet with all the phrases I use or maybe set up a sweepstake for how long it was going to take me to say when I worked in radio, that sort of thing. So just some sort of extra bonuses for people who'd taken their time out of their day to come along. So making it more of a thing and just making it a bigger event. That's was I was a was a thought about it. Here's a great one. This is so me. This is, I do this sort of thing all the time. I decided to have a shower 20 minutes before the live. Now, in my defence for doing this, I was absolutely shattered. I was feeling so, so tired, so low on energy. And for me, a shower is a great way for me to feel more awake. Of course, this meant I ended up rushing getting to the start, getting the computer on, being ready, not looking like a drowned rat on camera, all that sort of things. And I didn't do my pre-flight checks that I normally do before recording a podcast. So that meant I hadn't turned off my notifications on my computer. And you know my feelings about notifications going off in the middle of podcasts. It riles me. Luckily, I remembered or noticed or something came to my head about midway through the recording. And I remembered that, oh my goodness, my notifications are still on. Ah, what am I going to do? I managed to get my notifications turned off as I was recording. I hope nobody noticed too much. I had to leave my phone on though, because it was one of those things I just couldn't do. And I just had to fingers crossed the whole way through that no one was going to ring me or anything like that. And I got away with it, but it could have been very different and more than a bit awkward if I'd had an email pop through or or have my phone ring. Although, let's be honest, 
My phone ringing would only have been my husband calling to ask if we needed anything from the supermarket because he's parked there to go into town and he wants the free parking. (laughs) That's how we roll. I also didn't check the settings before hitting record. And this meant, and I'm quite annoyed at this, this meant I didn't get the video of the recording saved. And I'd put makeup on and everything. Yeah, so what happened is I'd turned off the record the video part for a previous client. They didn't want the video recording when we were doing our our podcasting and completely forgot and just assumed that because it was a new recording, it was all set up and it would be fine. So that video of the recording that I was going to use afterwards doesn't exist. There isn't one. Really a little bit frustrating, but lessons learned. And... Most importantly, I didn't do a dry run beforehand. I have approximately zero excuses for this because there are no excuses. You know, much like how Christmas Day comes every year on the 25th of December and, oh, surprise, every single year, every single year. Oh, who knew? Christmas comes every year, same date. And yet it it comes along unexpectedly quickly. The day of the live recording popped up unexpectedly quickly, even though I was in charge of when that actually happened. For reasons I can't explain. I cannot explain. I have no idea why. I can't explain it. I kept putting off doing the test run to see how it all worked. And that meant some things didn't happen as I was expecting to happen. So I thought I'd be able to do more stuff with the audience than I that I was able than I was able to do on the day. And I'm not sure if that's my mistake, my misunderstanding of what options there were, or things weren't clear on the audience's end and that meant that they couldn't do it. It meant the Q&A which I'm going to put out as a bonus episode wasn't as interactive as I wanted it to be. I am, honestly, I am going to have a play around to see how this happened. So I'm going to go in as an audience member. But, and it's a big but, if I'd done that dry run first, I wouldn't have had that issue on the day. Or if I'd known what was going to happen, I could have changed things up a little bit. I wouldn't have just been kind of rabbit in the headlights, kind of fixing things as it went along. So I'd like to think that's another lesson learned. But I know me. And the daft thing is, had this been for a client and not just for me, of course I'd have done a test run first. So yeah, lessons learnt, lessons learnt. So now we get to my favourite bit. Oh, that's a surprise. (laughs) I'm going to make that a sound effect. Um, I absolutely loved it. That's my first, oh, that's a surprise. And I really shouldn't be surprised, really, that I loved it. But I loved it far more than I thought I would. And honestly, once I make a few tweaks, I can totally see me doing these as a regular occurrence. So be prepared for more of these sorts of episodes live. And here's the weirdest one. Well, I think it's weird. I made far fewer mistakes than I normally do when I record a podcast. Honestly, baffled me, baffled me this, because I normally trip over words and I will have to do a couple of retakes and it's never always a straight run through. There's always bits and bobs that I have to do again, always. But last week, 
there was only one bit where I had to stop and start again. I'll play it for you now so you can hear why I say I didn't make any mistakes. I came up with my podcast planning toolkit. Oh. Ah. Little disturbed there because someone said that it couldn't hear me, but you can hear me. Okay. I'm going to start with how that podcast fix it because I'm doing that because it's going to make it a lot easier when it comes to the edit. So how did this podcast... As you can hear, that was a potential tech thing, not me performing issues. And I'm not sure why I did so well. Maybe it was the adrenaline of having an audience. Maybe it's Radio Charlotte coming back to the front because back when I was on the radio, hope you've got that in your sweepstake. Back when I was on the radio, I didn't have second chances for a retake when I was presenting the shows or reading the news. It was live. I had to get it right first time. Maybe having a live audience and knowing that people were listening, knowing that people were there, meant that the part of me that was on the radio for years and years and years and years came up to the surface again, knew what she had to do, knew she was performing for an audience and just went through, you know, just went through in one go because that's what we do on the radio. I don't know. But it surprised me because I was selling this on, you know, come watch me make mistakes when I do my podcast. (laughs) It was an idea. It was an angle. I went with it. And then I felt like I got everyone there under false pretenses. Maybe maybe just maybe to make my life a lot easier I just make all my podcasts a live recording because honestly last week the editing was a doddle so there we go they are my reflections on doing a live podcast episode recording absolutely I'm going to do it again I feel like I might do it around international podcast day which is the 30th of September um That's my feeling at the moment. It's not set in stone. I've not planned anything yet. I'm just thinking out loud, but also kind of half committing to it now I've said it out loud. Uh, So that's what I'm thinking. Another kind of podcasting recording event type thing for International Podcast Day on September the 30th. I'm going to do things a little differently, though. I'm going to change things around a little bit, make it bigger, better and have a little bit more fun with it. Maybe I'll stream it the video side of things as well, if I can figure out how to do that. But I think there's a lot of value in doing a live podcast. So from this episode, I obviously had the the episode itself, and then obviously I did the Q&A. And I'm going to put that Q&A out as an additional extra episode that you can get. And it'll be out the same time as this episode comes out. It's just a little bonus episode uh, because I was going to stick it onto this, but it felt weird having reflections and then some random questions and answers stuck on the back of it. So in my mind, I went, right, what we do is I'm going to split them up. It'll be a bonus question and answer session and it will go out to everybody. Who, who wants to listen to it. It doesn't have to be part of this episode because I don't think it fits in with the narrative of this episode. What you can do if you want to do a live episode is to reward the audience that comes along. You can give them bits that they're not going to hear anywhere else. You can, you know, that q and I could have just said, I'll just send it to the people that were there. I could have said, it will be there for people who give money. 
it will be there for people who are on my Patreon who give me a tip jar. Whatever way you get your listeners to give you a bit extra money, it could be just for your community that has your podcast. It could be just a little extra, or you can just do it as a bonus episode like I'm doing it. So there's ways and means of making it yours and making it a bit more bit more value for people to show up to your 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 podcast recording there's definitely lots of value in doing them and yeah you're going to hear more live from me and I will put makeup on when I do the video I promise okay look after yourself for the rest of this week I will be back with you next week in the meantime if you want to connect with me please do I'm on LinkedIn you'll find me Charlotte Foster beautiful mustard cardigan beautiful headphones and talking into a microphone because that's what all podcasters do Uh, I'm also on Instagram as well you can find me at Charlotte Foster podcasts but in the main I'm hanging around on LinkedIn at the moment hope you have a great week and I'll see you next week